Hey there, recorder. It sure has been a while. What's hanging? What's going on with you? What the fuck was that? Fuck. Okay, I'm rusty at this. Okay, let's try this again. Hey, what is fucking up? No, that's not it at all. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, now I'm like fucking Porky Pig. I mean, I can't do the stutter, so I mean, whatever. Let's just keep rolling. I, I I missed you, my metallic friend. I also just realized I made it sound like I'm actively having sex with a Looney Tune. I assure you, I am not. But that's irrelevant. What is what, what does matter is that we're back to the ongoing adventures of Neo Hospiru and the crazy ghosts of Harrison Shaw Manor. Working title. <laughs> You all might remember Anubis, my dog. You know, for those of you that don't consume my incoherent ramblings on an obsessive basis, I'm looking at you, Jack. I got a dog, and his name is Anubis. And that's about it. Yeah, it hasn't really been a very, you know, interesting holiday season. I mean, it's been fun. Like, the most fun I've had in the holidays ever... But, yeah, I got this fuzzy bastard as a guard dog, and, uh, well. Yeah, he's adorable and a little bit stupid. So, yeah, great pet. Terrible guard dog. He doesn't even have any knives. He doesn't know any jujitsu. Yeah, yeah, you be quiet. Jeez. Anyway, you're all probably wondering where the hell I've been for the past few months. Or maybe you're wondering what actually happened at the end of the last episode. I'd love to take credit for a creative bit of editing there, but it really was just a fortunate accident that the recorder died in just the right spot to leave a juicy cliffhanger. Truth is, nothing really happened after what you heard. I searched the room, I called Finn, I called Josie. Hell, I even considered calling Priscilla. Definitely didn't, though. But I never actually found anything. Something was definitely here at one point, but whatever it was, never said anything. Just pulled up a chair, took a nap, and left. It was freaky. I agree, it was pretty messed up. <sighs> but that incident still fucked me up, so that's why Finn and Josie got me the shaggy wonder pup over here. And why I haven't been as active with my recordings. It was starting to feel like I was inviting trouble. And nothing freaky has happened since then, knock on wood. So, that about gets you all up to date with my life over the past couple months. Finn and I still have regular movie nights. Josie is still, you know, wonderful and terrifying. And Jefferson still somehow manages to scare me shitless about breaking a sweat. Other than that, everything's been pretty normal. And now that I think about it, I've definitely just jinxed myself uh, saying that out loud. So... I'm just going to shut up 
and turn you off now, recorder. Hopefully I can record a normal, average, everyday audio diary tomorrow of absolutely no paranormal happenings whatsoever. <sighs> Good night, recorder. I'll see you in the morning. It's good to be back. Hey, 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 hey again, recorder, it's me, uh, Neil, Anubis is here with me. Say hi, boy. I know, I'm uncomfortable too, but just stay still, will ya? Okay, quick update. We're hiding in the bathroom. We're sitting in the bathtub, just, just chilling, you know. Two cool young dudes, you know, with sunglasses on, hiding in our bathroom at 2 a.m., from the invisible person crashing around our house. Normal. Totally, totally normal. I hate my life. Neil Halfberry Rue, where are you? <laughs> okay, I may have just shit my pants, but this is also starting to feel like some fucking dumb 70s Scooby-Doo episode. Quiet, you mangy animal. Please not die today. That would be awesome. Especially not in a bathtub. Because that would not be awesome. Thank you. Sheesh. Neil, come on out. I, I really need to talk to you. The fuck? I'm really tired. This is taking a lot out of me. Please just come out. Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. Are you in the fucking bathroom? Oh, shit. No, 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 no. No, 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 no! Ah! Oh, ow. Fuck. Oh, you okay? Hey! Where are you? Show yourself! Okay, don't be a cliche. It's beneath you. Just just come out into the bathroom. Uh, your, your face is bleeding. Who the hell are you? I'm so confused. And walking down my lip really hurts. Yeah, sit still. Would it be easier if I uh, told you you were dreaming? I'm, I'm getting medical treatment from a ghost. Am I dreaming? No! Okay, then, yeah, please lie to me. Okay, you should be fine, as long as you don't have a uh, history of dying from cut lips. Is it even possible to have a history of dying? E you know what, never, never mind, never mind, never mind, that, that's a dumb question. I realized how dumb of a question that was as I asked it. You know, that just happens sometimes. I'll just, I'll just ask things, and the moment- Jesus, you talk a lot. <clears throat> okay, look, sorry, I talk a lot when I'm nervous. Uh, uh, you know, like, like, like right now. I'm extremely nervous right now, so if you could just give me a moment, I think things might go a little more smoothly. Fine. Also, if you could stop shouting, that'd be cool too.
I'm shouting? I, I, I can't tell. Uh, honestly, a everything sounds really muffled. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, you are absolutely shouting. Just turn down a few notches, please. Come on. If I can do it, you can do it. Is this better? Okay, you don't have to be a supreme dick about it. Yeah, antagonize the ghost. That seems like a really smart thing to do for someone of your constitution. Okay, I'm starting to get the feeling that you weren't here to haunt me to death, so maybe you should tell me why the hell you're actually here? Or just to get started, maybe you could actually, you know, show yourself. It's starting to get really annoying talking to the room at large. Oh. Never mind then. I I think I get it. You can just uh, uh, You okay? Oh yeah, I'm 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 gonna be fine. It's just uh your your face is uh Ugh. Oh, you caught my reflection, uh, yeah. I'm a handsome devil. Oh oh oh, oh shit. Forget this. I'm going back to sleep. Oh, oh, oh no! D don't do that. C get up! Come on! Up and at him, Dada boy. No sleeping. Y you might have a concussion. Oh, fuck's sake! Can't you just have been a bad dream? Oh, that's real nice. Very appreciative. Good going, shithead. I'm sorry. I mean, you're the one who's in my house, uninvited. So technically, this is trespassing. All right, fuckwit. Don't you try to be smart with me. This was my house first, after all. Um, yeah, you're gonna need to elaborate a little more on that one. Still haven't put it together then, huh? Okay, let's just pretend for a moment that I am dumb, and that I have not, cannot, and will not put it together. And go. Oh, well, that's a bit of a stretch, but uh, I'll, I'll see what I can do. Okay, so, uh, keeping things brief, I... Random ghostly voice stalking you through your home, only to give you medical attention when you bang yourself up, and the former occupant of this house. Like, you lived here decades ago and have been stuck here, trying to find someone who can hear you. Uh, what year is it? Uh, it's 2018, but according to our president, it's 1950. Okay, so it's been, oh, let me check my calendar, maybe a year, give or take. A year? What the Fuck, man, I was thinking you were, like, ancient. Who the hell are you? Name's Alistair Creeley. I used to have your job before the whole dying business. First of all, what kind of name is that? Were your parents, like, actively trying to push you into an interest into the occult? What are you trying to say, kid? That your name is ridiculous. Second of all, I am still not entirely certain this isn't a dream, so I'm going to continue to treat it as though it is one. And thirdly... Is this going to be a very long list? I got stuff I could be doing. Oh, you have stuff you could be doing? Like fucking what, man? You're fucking dead! And you had my job not even a full year ago. What the actual fuck is going on here? Am I going to die? 
I'm gonna die, aren't I? I'm freaking the fuck out. I'm freaking You know, you know, no one here actually knows you're dead. Or if they do, they won't talk about it. They won't, they don't answer any questions. And it's really scary. And I'm just starting to get settled in. I was just starting to get used to this place. You know, used to all the noises, all the ghosts, all the spooky shit. You know, I could deal with that. But now, this, this is happening. And I, I can't. It's just too fucking much. I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't. Okay. Ow! You better now. Well, now my cheek hurts. Yeah, well, let it distract you from the reality of the situation. Look, kid. I ain't trying to scare you any more than you already are. But you're the first person I've actually managed to talk to or interact with at all since I've been dead. I tried a few months ago, but uh, when you die, it's like relearning all the things you had to figure out as a baby. Talking ain't exactly an easy thing to learn again. That was you? Yeah, I, I jumped a little too quickly when I realized I could uh, materialize a uh, physical presence. It was all very exciting. I I'm sure you understand. Uh... I, I really don't. No. Yeah, you get it, don't you, boy? So why come to, to me? Why not somebody even more important? Because I got news for you, hotshot. You're the most important person on this site right now. Me? I'm the most important person on the site? Not the renovation crews? Or the executives? Or, or Priscilla? Or even the historians? Josie? These people all do vastly more than I do in regards to the whole project. Why am I the one they single out? Kid, if I knew that, do you think I would be sitting on this ratty old mattress listening to you prattle on about this problem and that problem? Fuck no. I would have screamed it at you the first time I recovered my voice. Okay. All right, well then why the fuck are you here now? At three in the morning? Because you're in danger. Um, no shit. That's been obvious since day one. No dumbass, you're in real danger. From literally every side. These people are not your friends. At least most of them aren't. One or more of them is plotting something that is directly linked to why this place is haunted. And how do you know this exactly? Because I'm fucking dead as a result of it, you fucking nitwit! Yeah, how did you die exactly? No one really seems to know that one. Some people just think you wandered off into the fucking woods and drank yourself to death. Very artistic, by the way. Finn, the... The night god, right? And decent enough folk. Definitely struck me as the dramatic type. So, how then? Well, if I'm being honest, I'm not really sure. You're not sure? How are you not sure how you fucking died? Isn't that like a fundamental part of being a ghost? Getting revenge for your wrongful death? Oh, you're some sort of paranormal expert now. Fucking millennials. Look, you undead geezer, I'm trying to actually let you talk here, but you keep finding new tangents to run off on. Get to the point already. I'm fucking tired. Fine. Point is, I don't remember how I died. 
I have a vague recollection of being on the ground, though I, I can't say I remember how I got there. Uh, everything was, was muted. I, 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 my vision swimming. I, I felt like there were people all around me, but it was totally silent. And then? Screaming. Deafening. Heart-wrenching. Screaming. As though someone were being flayed alive. Oh, like the Boltons. The Husa what's us? Never mind. Go on. I don't really remember much else. It's dark. But those screams are everywhere. It's an oppressive darkness. As though I'm, I'm being crammed further and further into a small box. Then there's nothing. Nothing but pervasive fear filling my entire body and laughter sickening blood-curdling laughter it drowned out everything the darkness the sound of my heart beating even the fear that had filled me up that laughter was all there was until there was nothing and then? I woke up, sort of, uh, about uh, three months ago, drifting through the woods west of the house. Oh. Yeah, it's been something of a surreal experience for me as well. I mean, I can... I can only imagine. Anyway, kid, I need your help with something. Help with what? I can still sense them in there, you know? I can feel their hate, the anger that feeds them, that... Pure malice. Since what? What do you need help with? Oh, uh, uh, find in my body. Just keep a lookout, would ya? That'd be great. Thanks. Anyway, gotta run. Things to do, people to see. Bye for now. Worst guard dog ever. So, we need to talk about the elephant in the room here. You know, I see you've been acting with a mind of your own. Clicking on and off without any prompting from me, your undisputed master. This is just not okay, Ricord. We shall have words about it later. Words. I promise you. I didn't sleep last night. Again. Starting to get more than a little annoying. I can't shut off my brain at night. Now when I get wonderful random visits from my friendly neighborhood ghost. Oh, and he tells me that malicious demons are hungry for my soul or some fucking shit like that. You know, I swear. This place really is just starting to feel like it's not worth it. Well, I could have told you that right from the start. This place is absolutely not worth a damn. What fabulous new reason is there for this place being a damned hellhole? It's... um... It's a long story. I'm just not really having the greatest week. Ah, the ghosts come back out to play? Something like that. You 
probably wouldn't believe half of the shit I told you was going on. Hell, I'm not even sure I believe half the shit that's going on. Oh wow, sounds pretty juicy. Or your sanity might just be slipping. Thank you, Finn, for the vote of confidence. Well, if it's any consolation, I'd never tell you that to your face. I'd just go on pretending you were being perfectly rational. But then talk about him behind his back, right? Well, duh. Isn't that how society has taught us to treat crazy people? <laughs> I'm not really sure how or why, but this is actually making me feel a little better. Keep it up. You may actually get me to crack a smile. Ah, that's all we're really here for, buddy. Excuse you, I'm a professional. I came with the express purpose of boring people with historical facts about old buildings. Thank you very much. Blah, blah, blah. Dusty old cupboards. Blah, blah. Dead people. Blah, blah. Stupid rich people doing stupid rich people things. Blah, blah, blah. Spot on. Could barely tell the difference between you and the real Josie. <laughs> I hate you guys. Oh, come on now. You love us. Admit you love us. Admit it. Come on. Admit it. Do you want to hear the rest of the story of the house or not? It's only been like three months since I started this sordid little tale. I'd kind of like to finish it already. Yeah, yeah, go ahead, I guess. Bitch, I'm doing this as a favor to you. You literally asked me to come back and finish this shit for your little recordings. I'd completely forgotten this was even a thing. So don't get exasperated with me, okay? Yeah, okay. <sighs> Just shut the fuck up and pay attention. Anyway, so where was I last time we were talking? Uh, we were interrupted right at the end of the Civil War, when, when nobody wanted the house anymore. Uh, yeah. So, uh, basically, after the war, the house just kind of sat around for almost 50 years, fading from most people's memory. It wasn't until the early 1900s, around, um... 1912, that the house was brought back up again, this time by a very ordinary family. Florence and Harry Wyman then went to work fixing up the house, with public records showing their work to be mostly successful in making the house hospitable. They lived there for about six years until uh, 1918, when Harry Wyman suffered a tragic and very violent accident and passed away. Jesus, what was the accident? No idea. All hospital records or official police reports from that time usually recorded any household incident as just a generic incident. No specifics about the event or the manner in which the person died or was injured. So in this case, Harry's fate is a mystery. Oh yeah, that's really reassuring. Thanks, Josie. Happy to oblige. Now shut up, I'm talking. So after Harry died, Florence clearly couldn't stand living in the house anymore. She put it up on the market and moved away with their kids, leaving the house to be swallowed up by nature once again. It passed from owner to owner over the next 40 years or so, each owner passing right off after only a few months. We know of at least three more strange fatal incidents in these years, just as mysterious and dramatic as what happened to Harry. At least three more? Well, we have actual evidence of three. These were turbulent years in America, so official records aren't the end of the story by any means. Great. Okay, uh, just keep going. Okay, so this is where things start to get a little weird. I'm sorry, start to. Just bear with me, this is quite a ride. So, in 1963, a private company buys up the house. Quiet Hills Residential, right? They claim they're going to renovate the house and turn it into an assisted living facility. They file for government subsidies, submit paperwork, hire crews, everything you might expect a residential developer would do in order to undertake a large project like this, right? Right. 
Well, anyway, I did a little more digging into this because while there's an extensive paper trail for this company, there's very little physical evidence of any work they did. Turns out there is no physical evidence of any work they did. The crews they contracted were sent to a different site and ended up building nothing. The government subsidies and permit filings are all on record, but there's no actual evidence that this company did any work whatsoever on this house. <clears throat> okay, uh, seems kind of scammy, but nothing really too unexpected. That's what I thought, but it gets weirder. With those government funds being allocated to the project, an inspector is supposed to come and review the status and progress of the project. If government funds are going into something, generally the government wants to make sure it's on the up and up. Makes sense to me. Good, because when I found the report from the inspector, something caught my eye about his name. And? Bernard Shaw. Huh. Oh, like the guy who built the house in the first place. That was my initial thought, too. Shaw is a pretty common last name, so it could have been a coincidence, but there's one last wrinkle to this particular chapter of the story that really throws me for a loop. Please, do go on. So while I was looking up obituaries trying to track down the people who had died here, I stumbled on a John Doe death that had happened around the time that Inspector was supposedly down here. The body was found a few miles from the house, mangled beyond recognition. But the height and the build, along with some exceptional forensic work for the time, led the coroner to deduce that it had been a man in his mid-thirties. Yeah, I'm not really following this. Yeah, so was the inspector also a killer in league with the ghosts of his ancestors? I'm very lost. If Bernard was related to Harrison, I don't think he was aware of it. But Bernard's obituary shows up in newspapers only a few months after this. His death a complete surprise to his family and fiancé. He just died, wasted away in his sleep. What do you mean, wasted away? Like he literally died and started desiccating immediately in front of his fiancé. It's very rare, but it does happen, especially with certain illnesses. Um, so what you're saying here is... is... Is, I, I have no earthly idea what you're saying here. Oh my god. It was just a far-fetched idea I'd had, but I remembered something about these, like, um, creatures that can replace humans for small periods of time, right? It just all seemed to link up with the weird John Doe right around the time Bernard was here, and then Bernard dies very shortly after putting in what had to be a faked report on the house. So, you both killed Bernard. They replaced him with, like, this, like, changeling thing? Now the changelings submit the report so they could go on doing their own thing? Like I said, it's a bit of a leap, but it does add up. And the ghosts also started their own LLC to develop assisted living facilities in the tri-state area. I don't know, sounds like these ghosts are both motivated and fiscally responsible. Maybe we should give them another chance. Were you born this way or did you have to work up to being a moron? I am all natural, baby. Came straight out of the womb. Swinging for the fences. I hate you so much. Okay, so we know that the house has a pretty sordid history of ownership and people passing through it like they're ghosts themselves. But replacing people with physical copies, it seems... I, I, I don't know. That seems a little too much, you know? At, at least it's more than I want to admit to. I get that, Neil. I really do. But the idea holds water. Again, it's just an idea. I have no solid evidence to back it up, so let's just keep going. What the f- 
fuck? No more interruptions. We're almost caught up to the present. There's somebody out there. Like, by the house? No, like, right outside the window, looking in. She looked angry. Neil, Neil, we have to go now. Wait, Finn, what is it? Oh my god. What is it? Guys? Come on, don't leave me hanging here. Neil, we have to go now. Come on. Josie, stay here. But I'm not done with the story yet. You can tell the rest of it later. We have to go up to the house. Now. Why? What is going on at the house? Finn's right, Josie. Just stay here. You're not supposed to be at the house at night, so just stay out of trouble. Look, asshole, I don't need you protecting me, okay? I can protect myself perfectly fine. Now get out of the way and let me see what is out there. What the heck? Who are all those people? I I, I don't know, but there's at least a dozen of them. Maybe more? Neil, this is an emergency. We have to get over there now. If you want to come with us, Josie, I can't stop you. But I'd prefer if you stayed here. For your job and your safety. I appreciate that, Neil. I really do, but I'm not afraid of these ghosts. I'm not even afraid of Priscilla. But something is going on here, and I intend to be around to figure out what it is. Okay. But you stay behind me, okay? Can you tell who they are from here? Not from this far, no. I'm really starting to not like this job. Yeah, you and me both. It doesn't really seem worth this level of trouble. It it does have its exciting moments, though. Yes, that's just what I want from a cozy groundkeeping job. Rampant excitement. That's exactly what I want. I'm just saying, not many other people get to say they've gone toe-to-toe with a house full of ghosts and live to talk about it. Who says we're going to live to talk about this? Touché, mon frere. Okay, so what exactly are we looking for out here again? Wait, what do you mean? They're right there. They haven't moved this entire time. They've been just been standing there, watching. Wait, what? Who's they? Neil, what are you talking about, man? The, the fucking people. The crowd of people just standing on the lawn, staring down at my house. They're up ahead. They're not even a few you feet. You sure you're okay, man? No, no, no. They were right there a second ago, I swear. Finn, Finn, come on. You were the one who pointed them out to me. You saw someone from my house and said we had to go check on it. I have no idea what you're talking about. I didn't see anything. I just figured we could use a nice walk. Stretch our legs after sitting inside for so long. And and Josie, you saw it too. Didn't you? Josie? Neil, buddy. Josie went home after we left your house. She figured it wouldn't be a good idea for her to be wandering around the grounds at night, and I agree. No, no. No, no, she insisted on coming. She was saying that this was important, something was happening, and she'd be here to, f- to, f- to figure it all out. Yeah. That, that, she didn't want to be left behind. I think we should get you home. You need some sleep. Bad. I'm fine. I don't need sleep. I haven't slept in days, and I'm still fine. I just... I know what I saw. I know what you saw. I know what we all saw. It was right there. I know the crowd of people was there. Right there, right where we're standing.
Get away from me! Get back! Fuck! Neil? What the hell, man? Calm down. Nothing is happening. You need to just chill the fuck out. Are you blind? Look around you. They're all here. They're all... Oh, no, oh, no. What? What is it? Oh. We... We have to go in. I don't think that's such a good idea. We have to go in. Neil, don't do this, man. This is a really bad idea. I believe you now, okay? Just please don't go in there. We have to go. Oh, fuck me. Misadventure by Death is a Crossroad Stations production, and it was created by Jake Song. Tonight's episode, Mirrors, Need I Say More, was written by Hayden Epstein and mixed by Aaron Bauman. The opening theme was composed by Rosemary DeRocher. This episode featured the vocal talents of Jack Peavy House as Neil Hosbury Rue, Emmett Loom Moon as Finn Allen, Dahlia Johnson as Josie, Walt Song as Anubis, and Alexander Danner of Greater Boston and What's the Frequency as Alistair Creeley. Interested in more content? Consider becoming a patron at patreon.com forward slash misadventure by death. Still want to help us out? You can always subscribe to and rate the show on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you found us. Or you can follow the show at Twitter at MBDPod, or Tumblr and Facebook at Misadventure by Death. The song featured in this episode was Spoonful by J.D. Hobson and is available to download at archive.org. And remember, death will follow the rose that blooms inside the house. <laughs>